Bernard, mademoiselle, quand même. My début at the Comédie Française. I didn't stay there long. After a few weeks, I had slapped an old member of the company in the face and called her names. As I rightly refused to apologize to the director, I was fired. That day, I understood that if I wanted to achieve something, quand même, in spite of it all, I'd better change. Well, let's say it made quite a scandal at the time. The member of the company was Mademoiselle Nathalie. Slender dancer at her debut, she had become fat and bitter. For the ceremony of Molière's Le Malade Imaginaire, Sarah had brought her younger sister Regina to the theatre. The young girl accidentally stepped on the Societaire's dress train, who pushed back Regina. This provoked Sarah's ire, who slapped Mademoiselle Nathalie, calling her turkey and a fat cow. Sarah resigned to take care of her sister, who was ill at the time. Oh, oh, Sarah, are you there? Okay, let me tell you a story. At the beginning of the century, an American journalist was visiting in Paris, Count Robert de Montesquieu. He discovers there a tiny photograph in a black frame. The photograph of a dead girl in her coffin. There is nothing horrible about the picture, only pathetic loveliness. He feels that he has surprised some tragic secret and hastily replaces the frame as Comte Montesquieu enters the room. You know her, don't you? No. Why, says the journalist, did I ever see her? Would I have ever known her when she was alive? She isn't dead, says Montesquieu. It's Sarah Bernhardt. Ah, the coffin. The unavoidable coffin. For the general public, Sarah Bernard was and still is often referred to as the woman who slept in her coffin. It became such a myth that people jumped to the conclusion that she was haunted by the idea of death and that she constantly fainted on stage. In reality, she was only making fun of the fascination of the dying and physical woman exerted over men of her time. Think of Camille by Alexandre Dumas' son, for instance. And you can trust a specialist. The mortuary portrait at the end of the 19th century widely exploited this morbid fascination. Enough with that coffin. What's your problem with that miserable coffin? Well, listen, I'll tell you exactly what happened and we'll never talk about it again. All right? This story particularly affected me because it involves the death of my little sister, Regina. Six months of slow agony. 
I had taken Regina home to stay with me, Rue de Rome. My room was tiny. The big bamboo bed in which I had installed Regina took up all the entire room. Well, it so happens that I had bought a coffin that I had to take up to the attic. My bed was always occupied, so I put the coffin in front of the window and I got into the habit of sitting in it to sleep and rehearse my parts. My manicurist caught me once sleeping in this coffin and ran away screaming like a mad woman. Of course, the next day, all of Paris knew that I was sleeping in my coffin. And don't you know the worst part? When my little sister died, when the morticians came, they found themselves in front of two coffins. Losing his mind, the master of ceremonies sent for a second hearse. The newspaper picked up on this incident. I was blamed, criticized, caricatured. Now let me sleep, please. I play Phaedra in two hours. Sarah reinstated the Comédie Française five years later, in 1869. In spite of it all.